Welcome to the Vineyard Northridge Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by our special guest speaker. For more information about our church, visit our website at vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge. And so, could we just give a warm welcome to our pastor uh, for 14 years here? My mentor. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. Get out here as close to you as I can. Alice and I are very happy to be here. Alice, would you stand up? My amazing wife. challenge you, and I'm going to encourage you. So here we go. Do you not know that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit lives in you? Beloved ones, do you not know that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lives in you? Do you not know that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lives in you? I am here with great joy and honor. Let's start with Neil and Dennis and Wes and who they are and who they are together and the elders team and the leadership team here, and all of you. Now listen, I'll I'll tell you, the Father is smiling with great favor and joy at this group of people. He's inviting you into full normal, in the full inheritance that's yours. And it's no small thing. I want that blue screen. And it's no small thing. Listen to this. This is from this book by Steve Smith. What he's saying is true. Alice and I have been living it. The wind of the Spirit is blowing powerfully in all the nations of the six populated continents. Within those nations, two types of Jesus followers dwell. Those who fail to see or hear the wind and therefore fail to move with him and those who allow the wind to engulf them, learning how to move with the Spirit. Those who allow the wind to blow through them and experience a complete transformation of their lives and Holy Spirit impact on the people around them. Those are the ones we're talking about. As the Spirit blows in power and the people of God surrender, did you notice how many times surrender came up in worship this morning? 
The people of God surrender, joyfully surrender to his sweet leadership. All inspiring movements of God emerge. Every revival in history has ridden the waves of this unstoppable combination. Hearts surrender to an all-loving, almighty Holy Spirit. Character transforms. Doors open. Fruit emerges. Dreams become reality. God's Spirit is blowing. You are a spiritual sailor with two options. One, you can raise the sails of your ship and position them so you can move with the Spirit toward the destinations God has designed. Or two, you can leave the sails down. Keep paddling in your own strength and surrender to the tides, drawing you backwards. But the good news is, God's Spirit is blowing. He waits for you to raise the sails so you may move with Him. Do you hear me? And it's happening here. And you're being invited in. You're being invited in. Do you not know that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit lives in you? And I'm telling you again as a body of people that I know very well. I know many of you very well personally. I know you in prayer probably more than that. The Father is smiling with great favor and joy at this group of people. And he's inviting you in. Now, let's be honest. It's tough in this culture. I'm not going to talk about this slide long, but let's just put it on the table. It's tough in this culture. Distracted, degenerate. I wrote up there hyper filthy. That's what's going on. Disconnected, incredibly disconnected from God and each other in this society. And on top of that, a lot of frankly shallow substitutes in North American religion. You could just call them fleshly generated gimmicks that aren't even interesting to God. And all the while, the Spirit of God is longing for a Holy Spirit-generated fruit and gifts and overflowing compassion and power over the devil and strategic breakthroughs into strongholds of the enemy, setting the captives free and joy beginning to overflow. And the Spirit of God is longing for this. So to get from this one, we just stand over here, this distracted, degenerated, quite proud, flesh-diminished shell, to this one, Holy Spirit-generated, flowing in power, your full inheritance, fruit and gifts, Biblically, historically, 
it seems to boil down to these four things. You can go to the Welsh Revival. You can go to the Wesleyan Revival and the Moravians. You can go to China right now and what's going on. And to come into full normal, it boils down to this, total surrender. Uh, For me right now, the words are, I will make room for you, as in total access, loving Father, by your spirit. I will make room for you so that you can do whatever you want to. You know he's going to be able to do great things. Total surrender. In this distracted culture, slow down and listen. Third, cleansing. Absolutely crucial, purifying and cleansing. And fourth, learning to cooperate and obey the Spirit promptly. And cooperate with the wind. Put your sail up and begin to sail. He said, on to full normal in the Holy Spirit. And I'll say it begins to increasingly look like this. I'm not going to teach on this. I just want you to look at it. It begins to increasingly look like this. Fruit grows. Gifts flow. Fruit grows. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Isn't that good? Gifts flow, wisdom, knowledge, discerning of spirits, faith, miracles, healing, prophecy, tongues, interpretation, normal signs and wonders accompanying the gospel, breaking through into strongholds of the enemy, setting people free, which is authority over the devil, the authority of the word, overflowing love and joy, people slowing down and listening and cooperating, obeying the spirit and moving with him and cooperating. So it's, i got a little story here. It's like a young man. He was given a sleek, shiny, an inheritance of a sleek, shiny Lear jet that could fly six, seven hundred miles an hour, fully equipped. But you know what? He, he had a big estate. He put it out on his back 40, and displayed it. Such a beautiful piece of equipment, right? And there were back highways back there, and he would drive it up and down those highways sometimes at 60 and 70 miles an hour and sit in there at the controls and feel really cool. And he would even show it off, and sometimes even drew big crowds, you know, to look at this thing. But he never flew it. We're talking about something in the range of one-tenth of the potential that that was carrying. Alice and I have been around the world, and I'll tell you, with deep intercession and compassion in the North American church, is far too often distressingly distracted, degenerate, self-absorbed, diminished, maybe somewhere in the realm of about one-tenth the potential and just not flying. 
And it's not normal. And we're being invited into normal. Don't settle for less. Let's go on to normal. No more of this subnormal. Way subnormal. And it, I tell you, normal is beginning to emerge here. And that's my call this morning to call it on here. I mean it. Back to you. Do you not know? I'm looking at every single one of you. Do you not know that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lives in you? The last three years, I I pray for you a lot. I listen a lot. I have a very high esteem, dear ones, of what's going on here. I feel deep honor to your leaders. I feel deep honor about the multiplying of real Holy Spirit ministry, which is now taking place. This is really significant. High esteem of what's cooking here. And I'm calling you on to full normal. The Father is smiling with great favor and joy at this group of people brimming with potential. You take gold, silver, and precious stones refined into pure quality, increasingly flowing in the full normal of the Holy Spirit. And I'm saying from now on, don't settle for anything less. Just don't settle for anything less personally and together. The the, the refined quality individually and together. I'm, I'm very struck and impressed with the example of deep spiritual unity with Neil and Dennis and Wes. Every single one of you is important here. I'm just struck with the significance of this. When, when you get a refined, pure quality, people flowing in the spirit both vertically and horizontally with each other, there is a, a, a Holy Spirit dynamic that's unleashed folks, and we're seeing it happen. And I'm reflecting back to you what's happening, all right? It says when brothers dwell together in deep unity, it's very pleasant. And it's like precious oil coming down on the beard, Psalm 133. Precious anointing oil, the Holy Spirit gets unleashed. You get into more and more normal. What I feel about this culture that we live in, the Father is literally looking for individuals and groups in this degenerate society that the full normal of the Holy Spirit can at last begin to function through. And here we go. I'm telling you, you right now, in this increasingly refined, open-hearted circle of people, you have a golden opportunity. And don't settle for less. From now on, don't settle for less than this. You see the vision here. 
I hope you are seeing the straightforward potential. Now, I'm going to reinforce this with seven very simple words for each of your lives. For cooperating with God's Spirit in this time in your lives. For cooperating with God's Spirit in this time in your lives. These are seven New Testament principles. They are remarkably found in one remarkable place. But they are seven key Holy Spirit words, and I'm going to give them to you. Now, Steve, I needed this team to come up here, and I want to activate all of you with a, a pen. I want a paper in all of your hands. Get these out to everybody, and make sure everybody has a pen. Get them out to Neil over here. It's a bunch of people to help. I want you all to have them in your hand. The paper that's on top is, is simply putting this before you, the biblical full normal that you are moving into, and don't settle for less. And now I'm, I'm going to do something unusual. I have never done this. I have, I have, I have used PowerPoints for 20 years now. I have never done this. I've got two different colors. The, the blue represents your royal inheritance of full normal, which you are being called into. The green here represents... How, how are you doing? You getting your papers? The green represents green growth, unstoppable Holy Spirit green growth. You got that? So you got your royal blue inheritance and you got your unstoppable Holy Spirit green growth. And I've got seven simple Holy Spirit words, which are literally a handbook for cooperating with God's Spirit in your time and in your life. And a remarkable place. Can you find it? It's, it's, it's the fifth last book of the Old Testament. Mostly, I'm going to give these seven verses out of the New Testament. But it is powerful preparation for the Holy Spirit New Covenant in this book. And it is now all fulfilled in the Holy Spirit. And let me say these seven Holy Spirit words, very personal to each of you. And you'll find as you listen with open ears, open spiritual ears, open heart ears, that probably one or two of these are going to be very personally for you, but different ones for different ones of you. So don't miss any of them, okay? And, and I hope you got a pen or a pencil. Steve's got some extras if you don't. I want you, to, I want you to fill in these blanks as I give them to you. You see that first line? God's dynamic vision for your life fulfilled you got a V word there. Would you write that in? And here we go. This is a New Testament principle. Habakkuk 2.3, For the vision is yet for the appointed time for your life. It hastens toward the goal, and it will not fail. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. And I want to say, I don't care how tough a time it is right now. 
It is a tough time we're living in right now in about a half a dozen different ways, isn't it? It actually is. I'm very well aware of that. Habakkuk was in a really tough time. It was a time of breaking and shaking. He was courageous. It was right at the end of the southern kingdom, about 605 B.C., and in the midst of that tough time, he connected in deeply with God's spirit in powerful, life-giving ways, right in the midst of that. And, and he, he literally ended up giving us a blueprint for cooperating with God's spirit in every era. And okay, here's what I want to say. If he could, without even the new covenant being fully opened up at that time, if he could in that time, you jolly well can. Every single one of you can. Every one of you and the ones that are going to be here that you're going to multiply to, every one of them can too. We now have the new covenant privilege of full forgiveness through the finished work of Christ. Our sins are washed away. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. And we have the indwelling gift of the Holy Spirit giving us power within. Do you not know that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit? And the Holy Spirit is within you. You can, even far more than he could. If he could, you certainly can. Okay, did you write that down? Did you write down that V word? I want to tell you something else about this. And I'm looking at each one of you from right to left across here. God loves you. Your heavenly father loves you so much and he has a vision for your life. If you're open, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. It's it's far underway right now if you're open to the Holy Spirit. He will bring it to completion. Each one of you, he knows every one of you by name. Each one has a special calling. Each one has a God-given ministry. Each one has an important purpose. Each one has valuable life-giving gifts. And, and this, I'm just quoting New Testament verses. Each one of you is invited into a Holy Spirit-generated dynamic vision for your life, and to see it fulfilled. All right. The vision is yet for the appointed time, and it will not fail. Though it tarries, wait for it. It will surely come about. Holy Spirit, word number two. Grounded in, look at that line on your paper, fill it in, grounded in heart relationship with him, Nothing can separate. Linda, you know you prayed this this morning? Listen to this. Though the fig tree should not blossom and there be no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive should fail and the fields produce no food, though the flock even be cut off from the fold and there be no cattle in the stalls, yet I will exalt in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He has made my feet like hinds feet and makes me walk 
on high places. Right in the midst of that. And it's right out of the New Testament, Romans 8. I tell you, who can separate you, us, from the love of Christ? Can tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or peril or sword, neither height nor depth nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Grounded in heart relationship with him. Nothing can separate. One year in the first 10 years of my born-again new Christian life, full of the Holy Spirit, there was this period of time. Seemed like there was one blocked door after another. What seemed like good directions. It was kind of tough. And as that time went on, and I was listening, the Lord said, Phil, I want you to just love me. I want you to just serve me. I want you to just be in me, irregardless. And I got it. And it has made all the difference. It's a foundation of heart relationship. It's a foundation of grace. And don't miss it, folks. It's a Holy Spirit word for you. Grounded in heart relationship with him, nothing can separate. You become unconquerable, invincible, unstoppable. Okay, number three. Four, faith, faith, not pride. This was a breakthrough for me. Two, four, behold, as for the proud one, proud one, his soul is not right within him, but the redeemed will live. By his faith. Ah. Faith, real faith, is the opposite of pride. Ah. Faith is not human super strength. It's not clenched fist, squinty-eyed concentration. i got to squint my eyes real long for about 17 straight seconds to really have faith. Is that faith? No, that's just a lot of human fleshly effort. Faith is the opposite of pride. Faith is humility and leaning into his greatness and goodness and grace and power. Ah. It's a very freeing word to me. Then you really start to exercise faith. Paul said, I've come to discover that when I'm weak, as in humble, then I'm strong because his strength, what he's doing, and what I'm cooperating with him in, his strength is made perfect, is made full in my weakness. So I'll rejoice in my weakness, in my humility. And faith opens up to me. And all the pressure's off. I'm going to move with him. 
God's opposed to the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He gives grace to the humble. It's a very freeing word. So you don't clench your teeth. You rest and lean into him. Learn to lean joyfully, humbly. Holy Spirit, word number four. We're going to 1-5 in this amazing Holy Spirit book. And write down, he's always working. The wind is always blowing. He's always working. The question is, are you cooperating? 1-5, look among the nations, observe. Be astonished, wonder, because I am, notice the I am there, because I am doing something in your days that's amazing. He's always working. John 5, Jesus said, my father is continually working. He never stops working. And I have discovered my fruitfulness comes as I notice what my father is doing and I join my father in what he's, how he's working. He's always working. Are you cooperating? Ah, so I don't need to make things happen. I need to cooperate. 20 years ago, there's more prayer going on, folks. 20, 25 years ago, there were only a few revival movements of over 100,000 into a million people around the world. And now, do you know, in this point in time, at the end of, of, the, of the teens and here in 20 and 21, there are somewhere between 1,000 and 1,500 massive revival movements in the power of the Spirit breaking out all over the world. People are learning to cooperate. The Father is always working. He's finally got an, a, an increased quality number of people cooperating. And you're being invited into this right here, right now. I would say that a couple decades ago, I saw a few walking in the powerful flow of the Holy Spirit. And now I know dozens, hundreds, like Neil. Honor to you, Neil. The power of the Holy Spirit is flowing through you in deep love, in humility. You're cooperating with the Holy Spirit. There's, there's gifts of healing, discerning of spirits. Captives are getting set free. And very simply, the kind of thing that happens here as people are cooperating, Neil just is going to multiply 30 times over. And then those 30 are going to multiply to at least 10 times more. So go ahead and multiply, Neil. The power of the Holy Spirit's flowing through you, and there's many, it's already happening. There's many already around you, and it's the real deal. I'm honoring you, Neil, and I'm commissioning you. So for all of you, your key is to, is to notice how he's working by his Spirit in you. Notice doors that he's opened. And you're doing that. I, I, I know about it. And fruit grows. Gifts flow. 
You can cooperate. Holy Spirit, word number five. Would you write down, pray, really pray. Create space to pray. Well, you are doing that. Do you know you prayed this this morning, Neil? And you had no idea. This is a tiny little page towards the back of the Old Testament, and it came out in the Spirit this morning when we were praying. This is in what the Holy Spirit's doing. Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in all of your deeds, O Lord. Revive them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. Wrath against godly degeneracy. Yes, holiness, but there will be mercy as people are broken and humbled and repent. And you're going to get to be part of that harvest. The Father is looking for this kind of prayer. He loves it. It's, it's Matthew 6. Pray, Jesus said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, where you live. Father wants you to pray and cooperate with that. Pray specifically, Luke 11. We prayed that this morning too. Pray specifically. Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Ask for a fish, you'll receive a fish. Ask for an egg, you'll receive an egg. Ask for this step to be taken for this church to get ready to bring in a big harvest and the phone rings. There you go. Pray, really pray. Keep praying. Keep making yourself available. And, And pray persistently. Luke 18. Jesus said, you want to know how to live in this world? Be like this widow. She was a holy woman, and she just did not let go until this entrenched stronghold of evil gave in. He said, pray like that. You be like that. I'm telling you, folks, pray specifically and persistently. Pray what's on the Father's heart. Pray for the lost, the broken, the children, the poor. Pray for his people alive, really functioning in full normal. You're doing it. You'll see it. Number six. Write this down. Write it down. Listen. Really listen. This came up in prayer, too, already, before now. It's just breathtaking. The Holy Spirit's working. Two, one. And the Holy Spirit says, I will stand on my guard post, station myself on the rampart, and I will keep watch to see what he will speak to me. Listen, really listen. Two stories. A New Testament story and a now story. I could tell hundred stories. Acts 13. It says there were a group of quality, open-hearted, all there. Here, here I am, Lord. You have all of me. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do. Acts 13, there they were in Antioch. It says they were worshiping the Lord and fasting and praying and enjoying the presence of the Lord, enjoying the full normal of joyful life in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit spoke to them and said, set apart these for this. 
But the key thing in this story is they heard it. They listened. They were there. They were available. They weren't so distracted and so spinning and so proud that they missed it. It was a crucial turning point in history, actually. But everything like that is a crucial turning point when you hear what the Holy Spirit's doing and you cooperate. Some 40 years ago, up to this present day, that beloved better half of mine, Alice, she was a young woman of prayer, open-hearted to the Lord. She was the kind of person who said, I will make total room for you, Lord. Do whatever you want to. And the Holy Spirit burned in her heart to be a part of giving people Cultures who had never had a chance at Jesus' grace and redeeming power to have a chance at Jesus. And she listened. And she listened. And she cooperated. And she's been at the heart of the first breakthrough into an impossible set of strongholds that is now yielding breakthroughs in 44 more strongholds that are in Revelation 7-9 and we'll sit down there and rejoice with people from every tribe and tongue and people and nation because we cooperated with the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit worked because she listened. So you can listen too, can't you? Create space. Honor to you, dear. I will make room for you to do whatever you want what might he be saying to you this week, this month, this year, this decade? Will you listen? You can. And Holy Spirit word number seven, it comes back to number one, God's heart vision for you, for your life fulfilled. And I'm just going to tell you in the Holy Spirit, he who began a good work in you, if you're open, will bring it to completion. And if you're open, in the Holy Spirit... 1 Thessalonians 5, he will, by the Holy Spirit, sanctify you, spirit and soul and body, until the day of Christ Jesus, and faithful is he who called you, and he will bring it to pass, what he intends to do through you. There is no reason to live in less than that. <laughs> now we come to the application. Did you fill in all those blanks? I want to say again, each one of you is really important. I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to each one of you. His Spirit is in you. He's working. As you're resting in heart relationship with Him, in humble faith, not pride, praying and listening... He's always working, and I just want to highlight that probably more than anything else, it comes down to you just having a humble, simple, positional position of, I'm going to cooperate. I'm going to find out what the joyful, life-giving power of the Holy Spirit is doing, and by golly, I'm going to cooperate. I will make room for you. I will make total access for you, Lord. Do whatever you want to. And the Father will keep on smiling and he'll be so delighted because Holy Spirit power is being released on the earth.
normal. Back to normal. So do you see that little blank space at the bottom? I believe the Lord led me by His Spirit to lead you to activate here today. In just a moment, we're going to take a couple moments of quietness. And I'm going to suggest that you just listen and open yourself. And there will be one thing There might be two, but let's just think about one. There will be one thing you know. You know the Holy Spirit's saying. It won't be mysterious. It won't be mystical. You won't have to squint your eyes. It's something that you already know. And let me suggest this. It is very, very, from decades now of walking in the Lord and growing, it is most probable that something significant that the Holy Spirit is doing in you will be in one of these four realms. It will be something about, Lord, I am saying today, I know you're telling me to give total access. I've sort of done it, now I'm going to do it. I will make total room for you, for you to do whatever you want to. It might be that. It might be the Lord saying, are you going to slow down and listen? Are you going to create space like in Acts 13 so you can listen? It might be that you already know while I'm speaking that the Holy Spirit is saying, this thing's got to go. This, this ungodly thing, whatever it is, that I'm sanctifying out of your life, it's got to go. And you already know what it is. So, so agree that you're going to cooperate with him and get it cleaned out. It may be that his spirit has been stirring you and wooing you to say, will you say yes to this one simple thing that you know that I've been wanting to do in your life and for you to obey. And we, we had a guy in, our, in the fellowship that we're a part of in northern Indiana, and for five years he knew that he was to go into the downtown of our simple little town there and begin to read the Bible and reach out to people on the street. Now, not everybody's called to that. He was. He knew that he was. And he resisted. And you know what? He started falling asleep in church. Because he was blocking the Holy Spirit. And he wasn't in our church. And one day, I break through the Holy Spirit. He said, yes. He said, yes, I will do that. And then he wanted to find some like-minded people who would walk in the Spirit with him. And, and then we came bonded together with him. And it's a real sweet story. But you don't want to fall asleep. If you know that he's saying something to you, just put that down. Say, uh, I'm saying yes. Okay. I'm saying. I'm praying right now. You, would, you, would you listen and write down something that you know? Activate. You're all in. You're all important. I don't know how you're doing. I hope you're doing really open and well. But here's what's in my heart to do. Deep in my heart. With that paper, 
even if it's not filled out yet. And maybe it is, but it will be soon. I want to invite you all, if you can walk, I want to invite you all to take a step of consecration to say, yes, the Holy Spirit's working, wind's blowing, I'm going to put my sail up, and, and I'm, I'm going to let him work, and I'm going to cooperate. And so I want you to take a step. I want to ask if you would all bring that paper and bring yourselves and come up here and say, here I am, Lord. I, I fervently invite you all, every single one of you, if there are any of you that aren't saved, that haven't repented and received forgiveness and welcomed the Holy Spirit, well, then take that step right now. But I'm inviting you all. I really, if you can walk, I really want you all to bring that paper in yourself and say, here's my surrender. I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. And I want to pray for the flowing and the overflowing and the filling and the overfilling of the Holy Spirit in each one of you into normal. You don't have to settle for less anymore. You see the whole picture. You're invited in. Come on, come on. Go ahead and overcome any last resistance and hesitancy. Come on. You're all important. It's all right if I pray for everybody, Neil. That would be great. You're right. holy ground. Just open your hearts, even open your hands, but especially open your hearts. Father, you, like Wes said, you have such a simple good plan. Father, you have such a simple good plan. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink, and out of that person's innermost being will flow rivers of living water, which he spoke of the Holy Spirit. Into full normal. Yes, into full cleansing. <laughs> Throw away your limitations. The Holy Spirit's big and powerful. He's in you. Father, I pray from my left all the way to the end of everyone there, all the way to that wall, all the way along in the center here, all the way to the right, all the way along. Here, here they are, Lord. Thank you for your great love. Fill them afresh with your Holy Spirit. Out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Oh, drink deeply. Drink deeply. Here, here I am, Lord. 
I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Makes to walk in the blind, to see, spring up a well within my soul. Father, I pray the normal overflowing of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Yes, the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, the gifts of the Spirit. Yes, the gentle voice of the Spirit. Yes, the listening and the cooperating. You don't even need to figure it all out, but as you think about tomorrow and this week ahead and this month ahead, notice you've welcomed the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's powerful. Maybe I'm not done, but I think you should pray, dear. I'll just pray what I'm feeling in my heart and, and you pray your own prayers but uh, God I just um, give it all to you I'm done um, I just want to be aware of you every moment I want your will in place of my selfish one every moment God I'm done with pride and I want faith praise your holy name oh, thank you Let her lead you in that. She's giving such a gift. Yeah, we're done with pride. We renounce pride in Jesus' name. We thank you for grace. We thank you that your great grace and power, overflowing power, when we are humble and weak, we become strong. Your strength is made full in our weakness. So go ahead, Lord. Here we are. Make it full. Baptize this group afresh in your Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more information about our church, visit vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge.